are listening to the official podcast of The Congregation, A Place of Discovery, with Pastor Tim Story. Could you please put the quote up by Martin Luther King? The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he or she stands at times of challenge and controversy. Martin Luther King Jr. Can you put the artwork of the series that we're on? We're talking about having this amazing life in God that we walk in his divine direction. Somebody say divine direction. But when you have God's direction, I'm going to tell you something that's going to happen. There's going to be opposition. There's going to be resistance, sometimes hostility, sometimes objection, sometimes criticism. Who's felt at least one of those? Lift your hands, okay. There's going to be sometimes defiance where you don't know why, but somebody or some group is just defiant against you. There's going to be obstruction. There's going to be dislike. There's going to be disapproval. There's going to be an opposing side. There's going to be opponents. There's going to be the other side. There's going to be the other team. There's going to be competitors. There's going to be opposers. There's going to be adversaries. There's going to be enemies. And people, all you're trying to do is God's assignment. (laughs) We're living in a world where everybody is talking about their dream coming true. And I I believe that. I'm, I'm one of the proponents of dreams. But I think that it's important that your dream is also God's assignment. Let's try that. Say, say it's, it's important that God's dream for my life is also God's assignment. See, sometimes your dream is not his assignment. Sometimes your dream is, is wrapped in your insecurities. Sometimes your dream is, is, is wrapped in things that you've seen around you. So now you think you have to manifest those things. But they have nothing to do with God's assignment or God's divine direction. In fact, the more I study this, when people criticize, object you, and there's defiance and obstruction and dislike and disapproval, many times what happens is that you will then start to say, well, I'm going to prove to them. And now you have stepped out of a place of God's divine direction into your own desires of I will prove my mother wrong. I will prove my father wrong. I will prove white people wrong. I will prove black people wrong. I will will prove somebody wrong. So I believe that some of you because you're such a big deal, were attacked early. Because the enemy wanted to get you in a place where you felt that there was opposition so you could get into your carnal self and say, I'll show them. Is this good teaching or what? 
So how do I get into this place, God? This Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 place, if you're taking notes, trust in the Lord with all my heart. Oh, please, come on, God. In all your ways, acknowledge him. What do you mean? How about some of my ways? And he shall direct my paths. How about you direct some paths, God, and I direct some paths? That seems a lot easier. Let's try the most easy scripture in the Bible. Say, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Say, do not lean on your own understanding. Say, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Say, divine direction. Okay, that's hard. Look at me. Because again... You have things that are in your spirit. And you, you say, I want to manifest these. But you got to understand, it's the divine who put them in your spirit. If you have it in you to, to do well, it's the divine God who put that in your spirit. So powerful. He put a dream seed inside of you while you were in your mother's womb. He put a shout inside of you when you were in your mother's womb. That's why most children, they come out crying with a shout. And then you get older and life knocks the shout out of you. <laughs> Opposition comes, resistance, objection, Criticism could have started with your father, could have started with your oppressive mother, it could have started with somebody you dated young, it could, it could have started with you opposing yourself. Some of you at one point in your life and maybe even now became your own worst enemy. Well, God was trying to get you to trust with all your heart, not lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, knowing that he would direct your path, but yet you became your own worst enemy, and you were attacking yourself from the inside while life was attacking you from the outside. In the book of Acts, chapter 16 and verse 6, Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Phrygia and Galatia, and you can put that up, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia, when they came to the border of Maesha, they tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. So they passed by Maesha, and they went down to Troas, and during the night, Paul had a vision of a man standing in Macedonia begging him, come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once, to leave from Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them, I want you to say assignment. An assignment is a, is a mission. It's when someone is commissioned to something. An assignment is an undertaking. How many of you have ever had an assignment at your house that feels like an undertaking? Lift your hands. <laughs> Whether it be spring cleaning or redoing your house. Um, in, the, in the neighborhood that I live, uh, a lady came by, uh, my next door neighbor, and said, can you sign this? Because we're going to be doing um, 
some work at our house and that the, the surrounding neighbors need to okay it. And so I, I signed it not knowing they would start at six in the morning. Are you with me? But it's a commission, it's, it's a mission, it's an endeavor, it's, it's, it's an undertaking. Now, what if, what if God actually had an assignment that he needed you to do? Now, these are just things to think about. In this year called 2019, what if it wasn't just about, I'm just going to get healed, or it's all about me, or, oh my gosh, I'm just feeling so amazing right now. What if there was actually an assignment, a commission, a mission, an endeavor? What if there was an undertaking? What if there was a divine undertaking that God was going to give you that would give you divine results? Somebody clap your hands like that's a good possibility. So the Apostle Paul, somebody say it one way. Because look at me, every person in this building today, you are headed, look, somewhere. No, you are. I'm just so fed up with everybody. Okay, you're headed somewhere. I'm over men. Come on. I'm over the church. There's hypocrites in the church. Yeah, there is. And there's hypocrites at McDonald's, and you keep eating Big Macs, don't you? You're headed one way. Come on. See, the way I see it, the way I see it, you're headed one way. I talked to a famous R&B singer, probably top three in the world the other day, and his whole thing was, I I'm not into Jesus anymore like that. He says, that's too confining. I'm tired of the Christians who judge everybody. And I just smiled at him. Look at me. Because you're headed one way. So Paul was headed one way. He was headed one way. He was already a disciple. He had been trained by a man named Gamaliel. And he was headed one way. So this is just a thought. What if you're headed one way, but God needs you to go another So he's headed one way. Watch, here we go. See, the way I see it on my vision board, I believe in a vision board, but it'd be awesome if it was like his vision, the divine vision, the omnipresent God vision, the omnipotent, powerful God vision. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Clap your hands like you'd love a, a his vision board. <laughs> Come on, this is good. See, because if you're not careful, if you, if, you, if you watch too many of my friends on social media, you, you're going to get real caught up in yourself. It's all about me, yo. It's all about me. So Paul's headed one way, but the Bible says things like this. Verse 6, the Holy Spirit stopped him. What? He tried to enter Bithynia, huh? But Jesus would not allow him to. What? What's 
all this God trying to like block me stuff. Look at me, this is good, right? I think you should just be happy as long as you're happy. Let's do a guy's voice. Let's do a dude's voice. Dude, as long as you're happy, dude, whatever. <laughs> Blankety blank with the critics, dude. Seriously. Get on your own personal grind like me. Look at me now. It's <laughs> good, right? Welcome to Instagram. Welcome to Instagram. I just found out how to mute people. Wave, Joseph. Thanks. How many did I mute? A lot, huh? Don't even give the number. Because I can't take them. Because everything they're saying is, dude, whoa, I'm out there. It's happening. Can't believe it. It's excellent. It's even more excellent. I see it. I feel it. I'm eating it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Coach Bird, isn't this great? <laughs> but this guy, Paul, who's going to write 13 books of the Bible, he's going to outshine Peter, James, John. Come on, somebody. He's going to be even known at the Vatican later. Watch. This guy, Paul, is powerful, and he's going to let God talk to him. He's headed somewhere, and the Holy Spirit kept him. You would think Paul was, would say, you know, I'm about to write 13 books of the Bible. Why don't you back off, yo, because I'm doing pretty good on my own. I've been trained by Gamaliel. I come from the finest schools. Come on, somebody. Don't be, don't be trying to check, don't be trying to check me up in here. I'm headed somewhere. See, that's where some of you are. I'm headed somewhere. God, don't try to block me. Don't, don't, don't kill my vibe. Kendrick Lamar. He was kept by the Holy Spirit. Strange language. He tried to enter Bithynia, but Jesus would not. But Jesus would not. But Jesus would not allow. Jesus, what? What's all this? Jesus is not allowing stuff. Well, let's just get in this whole Christianity thing. Paul goes on to say later on, I am crucified with Christ, but nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but it's Christ who lives through me. Jeremiah 18. For he is the potter and you are the clay. He is shaping you as seems best to him. Okay, that's kind of messing some of you up right now. Because the Bible says he's the potter, you're the clay. He is presently shaping you as seems best to him. Clap your hands and shout. Is this good? 
So, 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 so Paul's headed, he's headed one way, because watch, because you're headed somewhere right now. But I think that part of where you're headed is coming from your opposition. It's coming from, oh, I'm not going to go through that pain. That, that man, man did that to me, or that woman did that to me. They're, 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 they're going to see, and God's saying, time out. I'm already dealing with those fools. Trust in me with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge me, and I shall direct, 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 and I shall direct. Clap your hands, your path. Some people do not know Dog the Bounty Hunter did not have a show when he met Tim Story. They do not know that I'm the one that introduced him to Alan Nevin from the firm that helped him do all the stuff at A&E. They do not know that I helped him with his book deal. Somebody please pay attention. He was Dog the Bounty Hunter, who was a bodyguard and doing different things, bounty hunting for a guy by the name of Tony Robbins. And somebody said, go see this guy, Tim Story. And he said yesterday, he says, preacher, you changed my life, preacher. You changed my life. He says, I know I'm going to be okay. He says, because I got God and I got you right in front of me. Somebody clap your hands and shout. Come on, people. And he shall direct your path. He was kept by the Spirit. He tried to enter Bithynia. My God, aren't you glad that some of the things you tried didn't work? How many of you don't do it if your husband or wife's here? But just think about it. How many of you are glad that at least one of these relationships you wish worked didn't work? Because I'm not married, so. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. These, some of those girls would have killed me. They were kept by the Spirit. They tried to end Bithynia. They tried. I tried. I'm trying, but the enemy, the devil, the devil's trying to block me. That ain't, that ain't the devil. That's your angel. Your angel is standing in the way and saying, lose their phone number fast. Press delete. Come on, somebody. Don't WhatsApp them. Come on, somebody. Don't tweet them. Keep on clapping. Don't Snapchat them. Come on, keep on clapping. Come on. Lose their number fast. That ain't the devil. That's your angel, the ghetto one. Because the nice angels were like, you know, go ahead. You know, take your time. The ghetto ones go wake up in the middle of the night. That's your ghetto angel. I will pop you in your sleep if I got to get you going the right direction. They tried to enter Bithynia. Think of all the things you tried. I 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 tried. Then the devil. Then the devil. Then the obstruction. Obstruction. I tried. I tried. I tried. No. Jesus would not allow them to. I think there's some things that Jesus would not allow you to. 
to be a big sellout like so many people. Whew. Everybody's selling their soul for fame when you're already famous. Jesus said, the same glory that I have, I give unto them. The word glory is a, is a Greek word, doxa. He said, Father, because I know if man is not careful, they're going to look for fame. So the same glory that you bestowed on me, I put on them. The Bible says you are seated with Christ in heavenly places at the right hand of the Father. Even the Bible says the angels look up to you. Somebody clap your hands and shout. You're already famous. You don't need to look for likes. Come on, somebody. You don't need to look for more followers followers to approve you God's opinion of you makes man's opinion irrelevant they tried to enter Bithynia Jesus would not allow them to and then here we go and then Paul had a vision oh it's gonna get spiritual now Paul had a vision Paul had it looking Paul had a vision How many of you would say that in the last three years you've had some kind of vision, dream, something in, that seems supernatural where God was trying to talk to you about something? Lift your hands. Every one of you, unless you're dead. Because God speaks through his word. He speaks through prayer. Just listen. Say the Bible. Prayer. Fellowship. Fellowship is koinonia. That's why if I, if I, if I talk to a coach Burton we just start going at it as two Christian men we, we get stuff off each other because it's iron sharpening iron we need each other so we can coin a knee so we can just sharpen each other at a certain level okay so that's why we have these gatherings these home fellowships of the congregation so we can sharpen each so, so we can sh so we can sharpen each other so iron can sharpen iron we can we can look at me so we can sharpen each other that's one way you get the God plan for your life is you sharpen it because you may have a great idea, but that idea may be slightly off, but you need it sharpened by somebody who hears the divine. Wow, wow, wow. But another way that God speaks is he speaks through things that are extraordinary. Through dreams and through visions. And Paul gets a vision of a man begging him, come over to Macedonia immediately, the word immediately in the Greek, because the New Testament was written in Greek, means without lapse of time. <laughs> what some of you don't realize is that God and the angels and the earth cannot wait 12 more years for your healing. My friend Lee Iacocca died. Okay? They did the funeral Wednesday. I could not go because of other commitments. My father-in-law died two days ago. I was married to his daughter for a long time. He just died. He's one of the most popular men in the body of Christ. He just died two days ago. I did the funeral for Beth Chapman last night. But look at my vigor. Look at my strength. Look at the juice I'm still packing. Look at the energy I'm still walking in. Look at the divine anointing I'm still walking in. 
because God is bigger than anything we face. Somebody clap your hands and shout. Come on. Come on, people. See, you know one reason I like you people? You know one reason I'm excited about this thing we're creating called the Congregation Church? Is we're looking for people that are willing to play hurt. Most people don't play hurt. I can't go to the healing service, I'm sick. I wish I could give to the church, but I'm very selfish. I'm into what I'm into. <laughs> That's not this church. About 70% of you people are givers. I don't want to pastor a regular church. I've been, offered, I've been offered over 15 mega churches in my life. I don't want a bunch of spoiled brat religious people. I'm looking for world shakers and history makers that want to influence a society. Somebody clap your hands and shout. If you got to start with 12, you start with 12. Then it goes to the 70. Keep on clapping. Then it goes to the 120. Keep on clapping. Then it goes to the 500. Keep on clapping. Then it goes to the multitude. Clap your hands like we will create a multitude of influencers. Give me somebody, somebody that has the guts to play hurt. Paul's headed one place. Where was he going? Wait till next week. He was going to the easy road because he'd already had the hell beat out of him. It's so, it's so tempting, look at me, to go to the easy place because we've had the, you know what, beat out of us. Do you know how many times I just ran and go to the easy place? <laughs> oh my God, look at him. Look at, look at, look at, look at Tim's story now. Whoa, he's everywhere. For real, I was on, I was on the hills the other day, MTV. I'll be on Christie on the Coast this coming week. Look at me, I'm, look, he's everywhere. I got two new TV shows coming out next week. I'm acting in a movie in September. Look at him, oh my God, look at him. Please, you know how tempting it is to go to the easy place. I'm so over this. And your ghetto angel goes poof. He gets a vision. Immediately means without lapse of time, without delay, promptly, on delay in German, schnell in Swedish, make it snapped. Listen, immediately, listen to me, look at me. Some of you wait too long. Wait, I'm fixing things. You will never be ready enough. God calls shaky people to do sturdy projects because he knows that he will heal you along the path.
clap your hands. Come on, I got four minutes to finish this, but wait till next week. Keep on clapping. God knew that Paul was equipped for the challenge. Say equipped. He was seasoned for the challenge. Say seasoned. And he was called to the challenge. Say called. Hey, look at me. I think you're more equipped than you realize. Come on, give me a big smile, even if you got three teeth. Just go. You think God's going to call you to something that he knows you're going to fail at? He's got eight billion people. Hello, Concha. He'll get somebody else. I don't know why the Lord's calling. I don't know why the Lord's bothering. The Lord's bo the Lord's bothering me. I'm gonna tell you something right now. As a leader, I ain't calling somebody who I know can't get the job done. I won't even ask them to take the trash out. Why is the Lord calling me? I just told you. Because you're equipped for the challenge. Well, what equipped me? Your pain, your hell, the haters, the accusers. Come on, somebody. The opposition has given you an inward strength that made you to the place where you are unstoppable. Somebody clap your hands and shout like you are unstoppable. Come on, keep clapping. Just, just, just for 30 seconds. Say immediately. Look at me. This week, God's calling you to something. Next week, he's calling you to something. By the end of 2019, some of you are going to be so rich, it's going to throw you off. You say, why? Because you're the Joseph of your family. There's going to rise up and say that God's ways work. Somebody clap. There's going to be a joy that hits you. There's going to be a strength that hits you. There's going to be a peace that hits you. Something overwhelming is going to hit you. But I don't feel equipped. He wouldn't have called you if he didn't think you could throw the trash out. He equips you. He seasons you. He seasons you. He seasons you. He seasons you. I don't like it when rookies try to talk to me and they don't get me. Don't ask me silly questions. And you Like going to General Patton going, can you handle the war? <laughs> yeah, my dad died, that hurt. My brother died, that hurt. My sister died, that hurt too. And here I am. It's not you guys, I'm just talking about people on the road. For real. I just look at him. And my sister knows that look I give. Oh, but I'm thinking stuff. It's good stuff, huh? Aaron. 
See, because what, what I've been through would have knocked them out in the first quarter. Guy tells me yesterday at the big old funeral, oh my God, Tim Storer, you're a legend. I don't know why you left, man. Nobody could preach and pack out places like you. I don't know, but you look great, man. I don't know why. I go, where'd I go? What do you mean left? I just don't do religious TV. I'm not into religion. That's my choice. I'm not into religion. I'm into Jesus stuff. Now, are there some Jesus people on religious TV? Yes. But that's not my calling. That's theirs. My calling is to serve y'all. No, no, no. Whether you show up or not. No, for real. I feel like it, I don't. I, don't, I, feel, I, I feel like it, I, I don't, I don't. It's hot, it's not, it's hot, it's good. It's summer, it's not summer. I don't feel. My call is to serve y'all. Watch how powerful this is, watch. He goes, and I close with this. Somebody's waiting for him. This is one of the most f- famous Tim Story quotes all over the world that everybody steals from me. And that's a, it's okay. Somebody's waiting for you on the other side of your obedience. See, when you're obedient, Sharon, somebody's waiting for you. Coach Burt, when you're obedient to be Coach Burt and change all these millions of people, you're changing. Watch. Somebody's waiting for you on the other side of your obedience to your God idea. And if you're not obedient, you'll keep them waiting. I'm done teaching. Thanks for listening to the Congregation Podcast. For more information about the congregation, including gathering times, locations, and how you can give and support the community, check us out online at www.congregationchurch.com.